one, Andrew Namu here with you. We have a, a very special bonus episode today featuring Dave Mitchell from Save Smith Speech. Our good friend Adzi has uh, been having a chat with Dave and he gets a really good balance viewpoint on the proposed development down at Smith Speech. As we know, there has been We've been down this path before at Smith's Beach and hopefully we can get uh, get some response from the developers that are trying to sort of fast track this. And uh, yeah, it's all about the coastline in this area as we all know. Hopefully we can protect it as much as we can. Anyway, enough from me. Here's Adzi with Dave Mitchell. Welcome to a little bonus special episode of Barrel Surf Podcast. My name's Adzi. I'm uh, sitting in the shed as per usual. Uh, just cracked a cold beer as it's a Thursday afternoon. And uh, anyway, um, it's uh, mate, I've got a special guest here today. It is a, a bonus episode. Uh, almost like a community service announcement or something like that. <laughs> but uh, mate, I've got a lifelong um, down Southian uh he has been surfing in the area a long time. Uh, he really loves the area. He lives on the top of the hill at Smith's Beach. Um, his name is Dave Mitchell. How are you, Dave? Great to be here, Ed. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, no worries. Um, mate, you've come in to speak to us today. Um, as we said, just a little uh, a little special episode just to make us aware of um, a big development that's happening down at, at Smith's Beach there. Um, a lot of us in the area will probably know that uh, Smith's Beach Action Group got formed about 20 years ago because there's a massive parcel of land out there on Smith's Point uh, that is actually private land, which is um, obviously part of the problem. Probably should be National Park, but it's not. Anyway, it's a huge parcel of land and they tried to get a massive development through there in the early 2000s and um, I don't know the full ins and outs of it, but I know <clears throat> there was a lot of community... Um, uh, uprising uh, against it and for one reason or another it fell over at the time and, and the conglomerate who owned it had to sell and obviously someone else bought it and it's rearing its head again um, and probably looks like it's even bigger and, and badder than the last time but it's 20 years down the track. Um, mate, just give us a quick rundown on it to start with. Um, what's the deal out there? You've I, I just put it out to the listeners you, you've grown up you've got a property on the top of smith's uh beach there which is uh, there's very few properties up there so yeah, you've been we were, very lucky to, to grow up there so it's obviously you know it's it's close to everyone's heart we all love smith's beach and what it is but it's even closer to yours and that's why you're fighting the good fight yeah uh, thanks for having us mate um yeah we were pretty lucky that um, um dad um kind of came down here in the 70s to um hang out with uh, Johnny Jakovich, who's a lifelong family friend of ours. And um, so I grew up with the Jacko boys in um, in Quarimup. And um, so, yeah, I've been um, – I was on the property uh, in nappies in a tin shed uh, for a few years. And then and then um, Dad and his mates built a little, a little kind of um, storage shed that we could live in and then finally built a house um, about 30 years ago. So we've, we've been around a long time and, um, you know – the first job was at the Caravan Park Candy Bar and um, yeah, cool. hanging out with Marty Chandler at Smith's and trying to get a few waves off him. Oh. But um, yeah, so it's a hard uh, task. Oh, mate. Well, he was, He's a gentleman. Uh, He's just a very good surfer. Yeah, well, he was out at Bears yesterday and he was absolutely shredding still. Yeah, so, um, but um, yeah, I mean, we all love Smith's. I think that's the thing 
this week that's happened since um, this news has come out. There's so many memories down there. You know, nearly every second person stayed in that caravan park oh, with their sure. family at some stage. And, I definitely um, did. Yep. You know, we all we all had a beach fire on the beach as kids and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's um, there's only a few families that live there, but um, it's like it's it seems like it's uh, owned by everyone, which is great. Yeah, that's it. And obviously, the caravan park has gone the way, unfortunately, of of most of those prime lo- coastal locations and got developed and you know turned into a bunch of townhouses and and whatnot um gone are the days of sleeping on the grass for four bucks there and walking yeah. across the beach but um you know that i guess that is what it is and it is um not quite as visually um uh, impact it doesn't visually impact as much it is a little bit sort of sunken back over the dune there and stuff but um Mate, yeah. tell us about the development, which is next door to that, a big uh, po- private parcel of land. What's yeah. it Yeah, so we um, we actually didn't uh, know much until about a couple of months ago. And um, so uh, we'd heard that there were um, there some rumours floating around. And um, so I actually um, put a small group together with the help of um, um, Lizzie Nunn and um, Al Mackay and a few others um, and just to just to meet with them and ask ask a few questions because no one heard anything um, and rumour was um, when I dug a little bit deeper that they'd been working on it for a while so it was a bit concerning no one knew anything yep. um, and so we've had two meetings with them now and um, listen at the meetings it was pretty clear that um, they'd worked on this really without talking to anyone and, and they're only weeks away from submitting. So um, we would, our main concern at the start was, you know, why ha- haven't you talked to the locals? Why haven't you talked to the community? And it seemed a no-brainer for me because of the issues last time that caused the community outcry, not knowing what was going on. And back in the 2000s, there was, um, you know, seemed like a, a bit of money being traded behind closed doors and um, and what have you. Uh, Standard issue. Yeah, yeah. Stacking the council with your votes and all that kind of stuff. So you just can't believe these guys are kind of going down a similar path where, you know, the old the old saying, transparency breeds accountability, yep. um, is a pretty simple one. So... Listen, we're just really asking this developer to to open up, tell us what's going on. What we did learn about in those couple of um, meetings was that there's a lot of rules about this site because of the history of it. Um, you know, Bustle and um, town planners they spent years with the with with the state government working out what what works for the site and what's what's acceptable. Um, and you know, there's pages and pages of of law about this site. And the interesting thing here is that um, this new COVID planning process allows the developer to kind of bypass them, and um, they actually don't have to adhere to these laws. And that's, that, that's scary. That's that is scary. I mean, that's why you have laws, right, to make yeah. everyone accountable. Um, so that's one thing. And the other, the other big issue, which um, it really is deja vu for those that knew what happened last time, is that they're trying to build out onto the point, um, which is basically from the EPA, um, the local government and the state government decisions of the past is a no-go zone. Yeah. Um, you know, if you build a house on a, on a, on a ridge, it becomes way more visually um, obtrusive. And yeah. and that ridge, if anyone, you know, when you're surfing out at Pass Point, look up, it's all that kind of low coastal scrub. Yeah, it's not, not big trees up there or anything. No, yeah. so you can't, you can't block out a, um, a two-story hotel up there, that's for sure. Yeah. So um, all we're saying is to the developer, listen, be open with everyone. Um, tell us what you're actually doing, and stick within the rules. And um, listen, the, the, we're we're not against development. Our group, 
you know, we're we're just saying do it um, do it by the law. Yeah, I mean, it's all well and good to be against development but if you are 100% against all development in this part of the world especially in this day and age it's a no-brainer like it's there's more people want in for the same reason that we live here and love it um there's going to be development there's always development it's just about trying to keep a lid on it to it and not let just let it blow out something hideous like the gold coast or something like that obviously um, yeah to be sustainable and that's why they have yeah. these laws you know yeah, that's, that's why right. they've they spent they spent bloody 10 years investigating this site, yeah. you know, and that's why, um, like, I've had to quickly school up on all the old reports and yeah, stuff. Right. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of text to get through, but, um, and that work um, really laid a good foundation of what, what is acceptable and not. And, yeah, yeah mate, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, it's changed a lot uh, for all of us down here. Um, and that's why, you know, so many people want to come down here. But yeah. at the end of the day, we need to make sure it's sustainable so we don't kind of lose what we came down to um, yeah, to, so, to, to get to. So we don't kill it with love. Exactly. <laughs> it's, um, mate, it's a pretty unique piece of land. Um, it's right out there on the point at Smith's. I mean, obviously, Smith's is a world-class, renowned holiday beach. It's got multiple world-class surfing spots. Um, you know, there's not a lot of development there already. Um, so it's – and it really it, – it's water, waterfront um, – piece of land and it goes around the headland it's just a really unique piece of land yeah, right a on the ocean bit of dirt. it is and um mate how big is the actual and 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 the problem is as we mentioned over uh previously it's it's privately owned it obviously should be a national park um but you know back in the day you know it got bought and it's been private ever since how big is the actual piece of land out there on the point so um the actual um, the actual uh, development area. So there's a the, the larger parcel is quite large. It's um, it's it's over thirty hectares. But yep. um, the the uh, laws um, of the land on this site state that um, there's only twelve point eight hectares that they're allowed to develop. Yep. And that kind of cradles around the existing resort and and a little bit um, towards the west. Um, there's a big fire break there that you can see. Uh, from the beach, that's that's basically the line where they can go to. So the developer has twelve point eight hectares, which twelve point eight hectares down here is a fair bit of dirt. Yeah. Um, and they bought that knowing that was what the deal was. Yep. Um, and they're wanting to push it out to seventeen. So, you know, that's over thirty percent increase. Um, now, you know, I'm not sure what their motivations are, but it's it's um it's a pretty prime real estate. Um, maybe it's so they can buy a few more cheeky monkey beers down <laughs> down the future. Yeah, mate, maybe it is. But um, mate, uh, yeah. So um, the development is trying to push. Basically, what you're saying is that it was sort of approved up until that fire break. Yeah. But um, which is still going to have a visual impact, but. It's not as great as if they jump over that fire break and uh, and, th and then it goes higher up the ridge and further out on the point and really creates a much more of a visual eyesore, if you will. Um, and you're saying that normally it would be very difficult to get that uh, increased area of development, but due to the COVID, um, whatever it is, the fast-tracking thing, that's a bit they're trying to rush through at the moment. Is that right? Yeah. So, listen, it, it, this would not be accepted um, uh, through the Bustle and Town Planning Scheme. Um, we, you know, we've had one meeting with them. They're pretty low on details as well, which is interesting. Um, but, listen, there's no way. They can't legally um, approve what these guys want to do. And it just happens that this COVID is a one-off opportunity. And listen, I don't blame the government for putting this COVID um, thing in. I mean, 
12, 18 months ago when, when we all thought, um, you know, the Wuhan virus was coming down. Uh, yeah. It was like uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, so Mad Max out there. Exactly. So, um, you know, so the idea of having um, projects that were shovel-ready that could stimulate and give people jobs is a great idea, yeah, you know, that's but... Right. The idea was actually for like you know plants and um, commerce style um, uh, approvals and you know industrial and that kind of stuff to yep. get, get jobs, not to um, fast track a, a uh, ecologically sensitive piece of dirt that that really um, uh, you know it it deserves um, the proper attention and to be developed well developed well you know like we only get one. Sh- crack at Smith and that's why yeah. that's why there's um, all these laws to make sure that whatever's there it ends up being um, something that our kids and grandkids are, uh, are happy with down the track yeah that's it I mean Smith is such a uh, jewel in the crown of WA tourism you know like the whole Margaret River region is obviously and being uh, close proximity to Perth and uh, very accessible for a weekend getaway Mate, everyone knows that Smith Beach is one of the yeah. most idyllic beaches to go down, and uh, you know it's a bit protected from the the constant southwest winds in summer. And, and that's know. why you can get a wave in the afternoon yeah, when yeah. the subtly's in. Nah, don't tell anyone that. But, uh, <laughs> everyone knows that. But uh, yeah, you know, and it's that reason. And mate, it already gets uh, it already gets really busy in summer. Yeah, it gets really right. packed, and um, mate, there's a tiny car park there as it is, um, and you know, cars are parked all the way up the hill. Um, Mate, do you know anything about how they're going to deal with the extra flow of people and cars? Well, yeah, it's funny you say that. We we have a bit of a rule in our family. You get down there before nine, and um, and then after five because it's just yeah. too busy. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that, this is one of the specific rules on this site. Actually, one of the laws state that they've got to upgrade the roads, um, upgrade the parking, and also the intersections. You know. Um, you know, um, Canal Rocks Road and Caves is pretty. Um, it's getting a pretty dangerous intersection, especially in summer. You know, like yep. the the traffic's banked back up hundreds of meters an hour. Yeah. Um, imagine what it's going to be like with this. And so, part of the approval will require um, uh, them to upgrade the roads and intersections. But again, through this fast track process, they they actually don't need to. Now, we've actually formally asked um, Hesperia to commit to that. Um, and they haven't, and, and the one, Hesperia is the, they're, they're the developer. Yep. Um, and it's uh, led by a guy called Adrian Finney, but, um, they, um, and the reality is it's just, it's money really. I mean, there's no other reason not to spend money on public infrastructure than cost. And it's not just, um, you know, getting to the beach. The problem we have down here, as you know, like everyone comes here in summer and so do the fires and yep. trying to get out of these one road in, one road out bays, you know, they all have issues. Quarum up, you know, Margs, Prevly, yep. um, you know, Yells, we saw it last year, you know, yeah. everyone was scrambling to get out. With a little fire up there and yeah. so yep. So, um, so not only are we saying that they have to improve um, the parking and traffic, but um, but also it also is going to help us get out in a, in a state of emergency. But um, yep. so... Yeah, there's a few things. Um, there's there's a lot of little hairs on this, and um, the traffic's one of them. Did I read somewhere about a two thousand people fire bunker or something? Is that, what yeah. was that? Well, we nearly fell off our seats when they told us this because uh, actually under the law, yeah, uh, it's very hard to get any approvals through now when you have a one road in, one road out access. Yeah. You know, yep. I think I think the rule has got to be within five hundred meters of an intersection, even to get an Airbnb license. Yeah, so someone these, mentioned these, that to me the other day, and they said that you can't can't get Airbnb license even if you put in a uh, a fire bunker. It doesn't get it in, doesn't in person. Get, yeah, yeah exactly. but these guys are able to put in a two thousand people one, and it, it 
ticks the box. So yeah, it was interesting. I mean, like we 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 actually uh, th- didn't know what was serious, and then they started talking about it. We said to them uh, a few things. Um, you know, like how's this work, and who's allowed in, and how do you find it, and like if you're on the beach and you're a punter, yeah, you know, uh, and you know you're panicking, are you going to think about trying to find a fire bunker? You know, we've yeah. been told from kids, you know, the ABC Radio, leave early, you know, leave, you know, make a decision and go, um, get out of there. The other thing, I was talking to a guy today who's in the fire department um, down at the uh, the old red coffee van. He said, mate. You know, they often um, block these roads for days with fire. They don't let anyone in or out. Yeah. So if you're in that bunker with 2,000 people <laughs> for a few days, I don't know how, like one, you got to survive the fire, which yeah. is a, one issue. We asked them little questions like, what's, what's the deal with air conditioning? How do you get air in there? And they, yeah. they were struggling to answer, but... Mate, I, hope, I hope there's a few donuts and fucking Coke cans um, because if you're yeah. in there for three days, you're yeah. going to need a, need some food. And you'd want some methane extraction going on oh, with 2,000 exactly. people in that bunker too, wouldn't you? I mean, you? that's... Um, I was asking someone, what's 2,000? And someone's like, that's kind of a Wildcats game. And yeah, it's a, it's a, a lot fa- of people. It's a lot of people. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's hectic. Shit, I'd be... You know, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you and me would just be in the water, obviously, but not everyone can swim, especially if they're coming to stay at a five-star resort and, you know, tell us a good chance so you're not going to be able to handle swimming out in the ocean. <laughs> that's yeah. it, so that's not an option. Well, do you know that's what? It's actually interesting um, uh, because we in our group, there's a few fireys. Yep. And um, so they've been... And that, we've actually been helping them trying to help a few of these issues out. And um, um, and it looks like maybe one of the roads they're doing is going to change and stuff. Um, but um, yeah, they they were telling us that even on the beach you're not safe these days. And, and apparently it's the oxygen where it yeah, drags right. all the oxygen in. So okay. uh, mate, take your uh, mal out and you got to paddle. You got to paddle their way out <laughs> to keep breathing. Paddle out to the um, shark detector boy out there. Yeah, exactly. Hang off that. Sounds exactly. good. Yeah, right. And mate, um, talking about people that can't swim and, and stuff like that, it probably falls in the same category as um, updating the roads and car parks and infrastructure, which would normally be a part of it. Um, there is the Smith Beach uh, Surf Life Saving Shed halfway up the hill on Canal Rocks Road at yep. the moment. Um, is there talk of them moving that or improving that at all or anything like that? Yeah, that, and that's a really good aspect of the of their proposal. Their um they're bringing, um, they're going to give them uh, their own facility, which is great. Yep. You know, um, I'm sure the boys pulling the skis up are going to be happy if it's right across the road rather than taking it back to the shed. Yeah. But, um, and listen, that's one. And, and there's lots of aspects of this we actually um, think are really good. Yep. You know, like there's certain parts of it where they've um, done a good design and spread the houses out and what have you. But, um, you know, our, our position is, listen, if you do a bit of good, doesn't mean you can do a bit of bad, you yeah, know, like yeah. um, do it all good and yeah. we're all happy. But listen, yeah. yeah, we need, as you said before, the toilets. I mean, those those round toilets down there, I, I, yeah. I don't go in them. <laughs> but So, there, you know, there's new toilets. They're supposed to be a good cafe. Um, you know, this guy, Adrian Finney, he's done some iconic um, projects um, around WA, like Little Creatures. So, yeah. you know, if we can sit down there and have a, a, a Little Creatures beer... Um, followed by uh, cheeky monkeys beer, by yeah, the way, okay. and then um, yeah, and then on, uh, what's going on here? Exactly, <laughs> just just one little creature, yeah, maybe a few no, more, uh, yeah, a few more, a few more cheekies. But yeah, no, um, we'll get cheeky monkey down there for sure and uh, sling a few beers. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be on tap. They'll yeah, definitely yeah. be on tap down there. <laughs> um, but listen, and we're happy for that to happen. But just within the um, the area that they're allowed to do it, not the um, don't go out in the ridge. That's all we're saying. Yeah. So I mean, it's good that you say you know there's there's good these good things that are going to happen from it because mate we're not idiots 
we know the developments yeah. there. It's been private land. You can't expect... You'd have to be very lucky for someone to come along and go, yeah, I'll buy the joint for 30 million bucks and uh, I'll just build a little surf shack on there and we'll uh, call it a day and everyone will be happy. I mean, that's just not going to happen, um, you know, unless the... Oh, I don't know how it works. The government decided to buy the land off them and turn it into a national park, but... Obviously, that's not happening either. Um, yeah, and listen, mate, and also, listen, we need a bit more tourist product down here. You know, uh, you know, like these last couple of years, trying to get a rental in town here yeah. is a nightmare. So, yeah. you know, the idea of it's, it's zone tourism yeah. and um, and we need tourist product because that will take pressure off um, off Dunsborough and, and Vass and stuff. But yeah. um, actually, that's another interesting point because this, this development is supposed to be the majority use tourism and um, the way it stands now is the opposite. It's actually the majority is residential. Um, now, um, putting my property um, developer hat on, uh, you make a few more cheeky monkeys out of residential and tourism. So, um, so, uh, but, um, so that's another issue. We're saying, listen, it's zone tourism. We need tourism product. You know, there's not there's not a lot of places. I mean, trying to get a house even down here as a tourist is bloody hard. Yeah. You know, so yeah. if we can, and that's that's why the government acknowledged that um, it should be uh, a tourism zoning, and um, hopefully they stick to the law. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, mate. Uh, yeah. As I was saying, I, I like that you guys just aren't. You know, some brainless uh for want of a better word hippie just going hey no no development or we're all aware that you know you there's going to be development it's about keeping it sustainable um and you guys are, are obviously all about that saying cool you know make it look good stick to the area but don't get greedy don't jump on this fast track thing and and just mm. blow it out and and turn it well, if you got nothing to, hustle. if you've got, and you know, the thing is, you know, if um, if they've got nothing, if they're not worried about anything, in their development, why wouldn't they go through the standard process, you know, that yeah. and and just be open with everyone, yeah? Because that process, we get um, the public, uh, everyone gets um, two lots of sixty days to comment uh, for them to get this through. This fast track is uh, is only twenty eight days, and it's only an online portal. Yep. So, you know, where is the the other one they have to advertise in the paper? It's, you know, at the council, you can go in and talk to the council, you can talk to the to the meetings and all that kind of stuff where this is online and um you know, it just doesn't seem the like it's uh it's the right thing to do. Yeah, cool. So, mate, sort of um in a nutshell, what do you what what can everyone who's uh feels the same way as you, what what can they do and um what's the goal? Well, the goal is to really um, is is to get the developer to commit to a community consultation process where where we all get the information. You know, we've got very little information, and a few people keep asking us, and we're just like, "We well, fuck, we don't know either." Yeah, you know, yeah. like we know what we know, but uh, it's only a little bit. Um, but everyone, I mean, bloody hell, the last week uh, our group has gone from twenty to um, I think it was two and a half thousand when I looked the yeah. other day. Yeah. So follow us on um, on Instagram at save underscore. Uh, Smith Beach. We're on Facebook and uh, and on the, on the web as well. Yep. We where where our kind of uh, modus operandi is to be um, the communicator to the public because the developer doesn't want to do it. Yep. So just keep your eye out. As soon as we know stuff, we'll let you know. And and when and when there's time to um, that we can put our voices out there and put submissions in, we'll let you know. And um, and then uh, yeah, just. We will hopefully be your your spokespeople. And one last question, mates. Um, will they block off the access to my beloved fat peeling waves at Smith Point? 
Mate, the old they, well, Puss Point. I mean, no, we call I it Puss it. Point. Is, you, yeah. is, it, is that the standard name? Oh, uh, little, look, I've heard it called that. Uh, yeah, mate, I've, I've been loving it for for many a year. Um, it's definitely a, a, a beginner's wave, but uh, I've got a soft spot for it. And, uh, mate, funnily enough, at the protest the other day, it was bloody cooking. Wasn't it? It really <laughs> was cooking. It was probably the best it's been for fucking months. I know, months. it was hilarious. The, um, well, mate, we can't... Um, they can't stop uh, the access out there because all the old boys on the SUP, they fucking have a uh, riot, <laughs> you know. That that car park is um, is is uh, half wheelchairs and half SUPs yeah, with all the oldies. Right. So, um, but so, so that road going out, is that the border of their property at all or does their property go to the water's edge? Um, so their their property is bordered on the road and, yep. listen, we had a had a win actually in the last, um, in the last day or so um Hesperia has communicated to us and said that um they probably won't be shutting the road so i mean and that's the people power you know yeah um before this they were going to so you know getting those 400 crew down there on a rainy monday afternoon yeah um they um they've changed their tune on that which is great um what we're asking for them again is to tell the community what they're going to do with the road because we've 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 mentioned previously to them like put in some proper car parks like at um, point pk yep. you know you get a little whale watching little lookout um you know make sure it's good for disabled people and access for everyone and, and yeah. we'll all be happy that's it well mate best of luck with it all Cheers. dave uh good on you for um trying to keep these uh big rich greedy dudes honest um and look mate at the end of the day hopefully um we all get the result we're after which is mate, uh, undeniably there's going to be development so hopefully there's a nice good looking eco friendly as far as it can be um you know development resort there that mate uh, you know if there is a nice bar there with a cold cheeky monkey on mate, tap we'll then we'll be there we will yeah, be there we'll come in after a surf or with a family and come in and grab a feed and like we're all for that but yep. just um yeah just try to keep them in check and don't break the rules and, and don't make it all buildings because we like trees and beaches and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll push, mate. And um, uh, yeah, with the community support behind us, it gives us a real, um, a real lot of strength. So thanks to everyone out there. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for coming in, Dave. Good luck, brother. Cheers, bud. Yeah.